us in person again. Mm-hmm. So it's that's time. very exciting because Sonia's back from <laughs> from <resort>. Scotland. Was <laughs> that? Oh yeah, from my resort. Yeah. No, yeah, we, we got. I did not know she was going. To. I literally didn't. We got an Airbnb in Savannah, and then oh, nice. I learned about it like right after I got home, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> but then, like, I was like, oh, where are we? Like, I didn't know exactly where we were going. I was just like, yeah, it's South Carolina somewhere. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Yeah, kind of wild. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm Sonia. I'm Maddie. And welcome to Grimm. Um, uh, 
Kathy Agatha, but Kathleen, um, she had a previous marriage and then she wanted to, she had brought the kids from her previous marriage, so she wanted them to, you know, get together as a family. Yeah, I get that. Um, so the day they moved in, they had a priest come to bless the house. Um, that is the number one step that you should do yeah. whenever you move. Get someone to bless <laughs> your house. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if there was a murder in the house yeah. before, I definitely would. I don't think I would be able to live in a house that had a murder in it before. Mm, I definitely would. so unsafe. Like, I respect their decision. Yeah, I respect their decision because, you know, like, get that bargain. Yeah. But, like, I would, I'd be too, like, squeamish. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the, yeah, the day they moved in, they had a priest come to bless the house. While the Lutzes unloaded their moving van, the priest began his ritual blessings in the house um, alone. He went upstairs and started in the nearest bedroom, which was Mark and John's former room. Um, he was sprinkling holy water around the room um, while reciting a prayer, you know, just everyday Casual. stuff. You know, you just have that holy water. My Friday afternoon plans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bless your room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when he heard a loud male voice yell, get out. That's um, terrifying and I hate it. Yeah. So he decided not to tell the family about this because, you know, like. Not important. Yeah, right? definitely. Did priest, just <laughs> keep that stuff inside. But he did call them uh, on December 24th, so like <laughs> later. <laughs> he was like, maybe I should tell them this. Um, to warn them not to use that room as a bedroom. Um, oh. Telling them, don't let anyone sleep in there. Which is fun after you've been in the house for like, what, six days at that point? Why didn't he say Thanks that for before? That <laughs> um, so the Lutzes took this advice and they were already planning on making the room a sewing room anyway. Well, good, good on them yeah. for, for taking the advice of a priest. I respect that. <laughs> Listen to your priest, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, not even religious. <laughs> you say as you go to Jesus camp? I don't go anymore, okay? Oh, okay. I went. I used to go to a sleepaway Jesus camp, but I am too old. Sorry. <laughs> um, so starting the first night they moved in, the Lutzes started experiencing strange sensations. Yeah, I would leave right away. Yeah, right the first away. thing I saw something like a little weird, I'd be like, all right, we're moving out. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you know that there was a murder there, I'd be like, yeah, I'm out, I'm I'd gone. Like, Never mind. We're I not coming here anymore. Yeah. Um, so it is reported that the personality of the family drastically changed after moving into the house. Um, so there's like, I mean, like there's really no like evidence for this, but like apparently the children started acting more bratty and the parents started beating the kids with a strap and a wooden spoon. Excuse me? I don't know. I they just in one started? Source and not any others, so I don't know if that's true at all. So they, they were just like this perfectly normal family, like didn't beat their kids and then they and moved into this house. The house and, like, nah. and they're like, here we go, <laughs> yeah. strap them with a spoon, like Gotta get over here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe it was because the kids started acting bratty though. Yeah, but like, I don't know, that's weird. I don't know if I like buy into that. Because I, I only saw that in one source, so don't know if that's true at all. Either way, I'd still leave. Yes. <laughs> So things kept getting worse over the next few weeks that the family was in the house. Um, they began to experience phantom smells that would come from different parts of the house without like explanation, such as bile and cheap perfume. Wait, that's very specific. Yeah, I don't. I think if I smelled bile in a house that I was in, I'd be like, never mind. Yeah, the bile thing—that's one thing. Anything to do with throw up, I like will throw yeah. up myself. <laughs> I feel like that's just like a human instinct that like if you <laughs> smell or witness someone throw up, yeah. I was walking back across campus to my dorm one night and I could hear someone like Whoa. violently throwing up under a tree and I was like, I gotta run. I <laughs> literally almost started to break. Yeah. I like saw them in the distance. I was like, no. I like how I made a hand motion. 
Anyway. <laughs> also, how do they know that it's cheap perfume? Like, not gonna they, lie. They have very expensive taste. Oh, because okay. like, <laughs> they I've, been, I've been with my mom to, like, perfume stores, and she has, like, a very specific taste in perfume. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, they, like, give you testers and stuff like that, and they always give you the stuff that's, like, ooh, Simba. Big work. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but that's my little dog <laughs> yelling in the background. <laughs> Another dog. Yeah, our neighbor's dog is outside oh, right now, so somebody's okay. yelling at them. Good display. Please protect your dogs. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this them. is great. This is great. Um, but, like, I can never tell the, you know, like, they give you, like, the really expensive stuff because they're like, here's, like, you should buy this. Yeah. Because, you know, they want to make a sale. And, like, I literally can't, like, it smells the same, same. to me. Like, it, like, it, like, it yeah. smells different because it's a different perfume, but, like, yeah, but how like, do you know, I like, can't. Yeah, like yeah, like that one's a hundred dollars and that one's like two dollars. Yeah. Like, really can't tell the difference. My roommate was talking about once, like she's like, oh yeah, like I don't use cheap perfume, like I only like use this stuff or something. And I was like over there with my Bath and Body Works, like, <laughs> yeah, the one that you can on like sale. Yeah, me too. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um. So anyway, um, black stains appeared on the toilets and could not be removed even with Clorox, which is. Okay, I'm very particular about my bathroom. Like, that yeah. would cause me to leave. That would be so gross. Like, I don't know. Do you think it's like the like the um, the stain of blood on the wall at one of the castles that I talked about in the other episode, oh. where like you, you, no matter what you did, like but the I castle prison would go away. But I don't remember anything happening in the bathroom during my story. But like, if you replace the toilet, will the black stain? I don't think they tried. But mm. that's the first step. Too. Replace the toilet. Okay, I'll let them know. I'm not in the house anymore. So <laughs> um, also, green slime would run down the walls and from the keyhole of the attic playroom with no reason or source. Yeah, Which, how about no? <laughs> also, by the way, an attic playroom is just an automatic no. Oh, yeah. Attics and basements are off limits. Stay out of them. If you have an attic or a basement in your house, just seal that shit off. Because <laughs> over there. <laughs> Seal it off. It's in my room. Oh my god, I never noticed that until now. terrifying? Seal it off. Sign <laughs> right now. I hate yeah. it. It's kind <laughs> of awful. Yeah, I hate addicts. If you hadn't known. <laughs> um, also a weird thing is in the dead of winter, hundreds of flies just appeared in the sewing room. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, winter is the only season that's safe because all the bugs go back safe. to hell where they belong. Flies appearing in the middle of winter no. is just a very, very hard pass. Not for even me. safe in the winter. Um, also, a 12 inch crucifix on the wall turns itself upside down and gave off a sour smell. <laughs> That's um, pushing it for me a little They're like, this is fine, this is fine. Yeah. Wait, they're still there? Yeah, they're still in the house. Did they get the priest to come back and like re bless it? We'll get to that later. Oh, <laughs> they can't. This so, is a lot. <laughs> as if this weren't bad enough, the haunting began to turn physical. Um, Kathleen um, began to experience unseen touches, which sometimes caused her to pass out. And George would suffer from constant chills, which which often drove him to sit in front of the fireplace for hours. Um, yeah. So like we've talked about, the whole ghosts touching you thing makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, especially because you're passed out. And I really hate that. Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. Me too. Mad uncomfortable. <laughs> Mad uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> So George would also consistently wake up at 3.15 a.m., which he speculated to be because that is, like, when the DeFeos were killed. Um, however, the time of the deaths was never determined by the medical examiner, so could be, could not be. Just 3.15 thing. is an oddly specific time. It is. Up this morning. It is. Um, so 
Flame saw the image of a demon with half its head blown out burned into the soot in the back of the fireplace. How are they not gone? You know... I would be gone. They have When the priest was like, get, get out, <laughs> I would be gone at that point. Well, the priest didn't tell them to get out. They just told them not to. Well, the priest heard the voice saying get out, right? Oh, yeah, that's I true. I would be gone But he didn't point. tell them. <laughs> so they don't know. I like that. So they don't know that they're supposed to leave. And the priest yeah. was just like, by the way, like, don't use this room as a bedroom. Nothing weird happened. Just just don't use it. <laughs> but, like, I like that he's not, like, like, seal it off completely. Like, don't go into this room. He's just like, just don't sleep there. Yeah. Like, you can use fine. it during the day. Like, that's It'll fine. If there's, like, a bunch of flies in there, like, might be a little weird, <laughs> but you can still use it. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's okay. It's chill. Get yourself a better priest than that. Yikes. That's the tea. <laughs> no tea, no shade. Um, anyway... <laughs> Kathleen also began to have vivid dreams about the murders in which she was taken through the order and rooms the murders took place in, which I'd be way out of there by then. Um, the children also began to sleep on their stomachs, which was the same position as the DeFeo's bodies were found in. Um, which is like, I'm out. <laughs> Again. <laughs> okay, so if that's not how you normally sleep, it's, it's very leave. upsetting. Like, get out. All three of them, too. Don't be in the house anymore. Yeah. No thanks. So George found a small hidden room behind shelving in the basement that was around four feet by five feet. This room is not included on blueprints of the house. Um, the walls were painted all red, and if you can't, thus they called it the red room. Um, their dog Harry hated the red room and okay, refused to Okay, listen it. to your dog. <laughs> I know. If your dog hates a room, then there's something wrong Harry's with Harry's trying to tell him something, I'm just saying. Um, so one night George woke up and with, witnessed Kathleen turn into a 90 year old hag. What? Um, yeah. What? <laughs> no idea. Just turn into um, one. Yeah. He described this as the hair wild, a shocking white, the face a mass of wrinkles and ugly lines, and saliva dripping from the toothless mouth. So. I would like to count how many times I've said I hate that. Yeah. But I think it's far too many. <laughs> I like how you just like went in on her 90 year old hag so <laughs> he really rose like her. i know this is my wife but those ugly lines man <laughs> ugly <laughs> um get yourself then, a man who loves your ugly lines honestly <laughs> True, you deserve that girl um so then the next night kathleen noticed red welts appear on her chest and then she began to levitate off the bed um and george had to grab on to her before she floated away why are they still in the house that just reminds me of that scene in Harry Potter where oh. Marge just starts floating away. <laughs> just balloon into the... <laughs> I don't think she ballooned up. Okay, but that's poor horrifying. Yeah. She's gone through turning into a 90-year-old hag. And George is just then... sitting there like, damn, she ugly. He <laughs> doesn't do anything to help her. He's just like in the corner like, hmm, I married that. <laughs> um, so this is the point when they realized they needed help. That was so, the... Yeah. What? He was like, I can't be married to this 90-year-old hag. We need help. <laughs> so um, they contacted the same priest that they had blessed the house um, that they moved as they moved in because, you know, that worked so well. Oh, yeah. And he didn't keep things from them at all. <laughs> Great. Great priest. Um, the priest had also been feeling after effects from blessing the house. Um, whatever the house haunting the house was also going after him. So he refused to return because, <laughs> like, you're on your own. <laughs> Wait, so he's being haunted and he doesn't want to fix the haunting no. at himself? No. Did he get like a... I, if I was that priest, I would go back to the house and be like, guys, there's something wrong here. And then, you know, cleanse it or something with yeah. all my other priest friends. He didn't... No, he was done But with it. he's just out there like, yeah, I'll let myself be haunted. 
<laughs> I don't. I guess I didn't put it in here, but I guess he had like um, welts on his hands since like after the event. Yeah, so. I hate that. I don't know. Okay. Um. So the family decided to take matters into their own hands. Um. So they walked around the house with a crucifix, reciting the Lord's Prayer. Um, this is my favorite part. So, while they were doing this, a chorus of voices from the house responded with, Will you stop? <laughs> Which is just me on a daily basis. Like, that's, that's gonna be me as a ghost. It's, like, so oddly, like, kind of polite, you know? Like, will you stop? Not just, like, stop, stop, you know? Like, how normal. They're just like, come on, guys, will you stop? <laughs> we're here, okay? Just calm yeah. down. I love it. They're me great. Too. <laughs> so, the Lutz's daughter also befriended a red-eyed pig named Jody. Good, good. Um, George described this as, um, Jody could not be seen by anyone unless it wanted to. At oh. times, it was a little bigger than a teddy bear, and at other times, bigger than the house. So that's Wait, so horrifying. She's friends with a pig that has red eyes, is yes. invisible at times, yes, and can grow and shrink at will. Yes. Correct. Wonderful. <laughs> my kind of friend. My, yeah. I- my ideal man. Yes, that's what you want. <laughs> um, so one night when George was coming back from the boathouse, he saw Jody standing behind his stepdaughter in the bedroom, in her bedroom. Oh! Yeah. Um, Kathleen also had a disturbing experience with Jody. Um, on a different evening, she was um, closing Missy's window, which Missy had said Jody had just climbed out of, um, and oh. saw Jody's red eyes staring back in at her. Great. Yeah. Um, so there was also damage done to the house, which was reportedly done by the spirits. Um, so the front door was ripped off its hinges, the windows were broken, banisters were torn from their fittings, the garage door was damaged, and there was water damage to the house from hurricane force winds, which local meteorological—I can't say this word—meteorological. That's the yeah. best it's gonna get. Okay. Um, home stations had no record of, like, they had no record um, of like hurricanes or hurricane force winds in the area. So just that one house. Yeah. Yeah, I really hate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, on New Year's Day in 1966, cloven and hoof prints were found in the snow outside the house. Why are they still here? It Why was a bargain. They... It was a bargain, okay? <laughs> You're right. I would stay for a bargain. <laughs> um, Imagine the... putting up with, like, literal Satan because you're like, ah, yeah. oh, $80,000 house. Like... <laughs> if my child ever had an ima- had, like has an imaginary friend, I'd be like, we're moving. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had, I probably had an imaginary friend when I was a kid. But, like, that scares me. Uh-uh. Because, like, in every single, like, movie, it's, like, the kid who sees the spirit. Yeah. And it's, and like, the oh, that's, like, oh, my friend Charlie. Friend. Yeah. Like, and then Charlie, like, burns the house down or something. Yeah. Like, they're, like, there was a kid named Charlie who lived here 50,000 years ago or something like that, you know? Yeah. And I hate it. I hate it, too. I think that someone needs to go through this episode and count how many times I've said I hate it because this is the most I've said it. Fun drinking. <laughs> Take I a shot drink. of water every single this. time I say I hate yeah. it because you need to be hydrated. Stay yes. hydrated, friends. Drinking water. Yes. Means. I don't know what you guys were thinking. <laughs> we are children of God. <laughs> um, so Harry the dog was also affected by the house. Sadly. Yeah, I would leave. The moment like my dog is affected by the house, we're gone. Um, don't touch my dog. <laughs> Don't touch him. Don't touch him. Um, don't talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Harry was normally an energetic dog, but after moving to the house, he became very lethargic. Um, he 
also almost choked to death on his lead because he tried to scale a fence to get away from the house, which is, like, very upsetting. So, I just want everyone to know, PSA, if your dog is trying to escape the house and almost chokes, and if your dog changes its behavior, and if your dog hates certain rooms in the house, leave the house. Yeah. It's haunted. Leave. It confirmed. It's yeah. Haunted. Confirmed. <laughs> Trust your dogs. Um, so one night, George woke up to the sound of a marching band in his living room. Um, so he raced Casual. downstairs, but only found silence and all the furniture in the room pushed to one side. I'm really... like, calm down, and just yeah. having a rehearsal now. I'm really liking how these ghosts, they're just, like, kind of playing, like, practical jokes. Yeah. Like, just, like, a marching, like, that's random. Yeah. Like, just a marching band and all the furniture. Good, yeah. They're just rehearsing, you know? Casual. Um, so this is weird. Um... George realized that he bore a strong resemblance to Ronald DeFeo Jr. and began drinking at the Witch's Brew, which was no. the bar where DeFeo was once a regular customer. No. Don't know why he did that. Um, was it because, because he looked like DeFeo? That he was like, oh, I'm going to like, fall in the bar. Yeah. That's a deal. <laughs> Steal. <laughs> Bargain just like the house. Um, yeah. 
$80,000 for the house. Two and one for yeah. this bit. Yeah, perfect. Um, so the Warrens, as I mentioned earlier, also um, investigate their house. Um, Ed and Lorraine Warren um, are a husband and wife team of demonologists who investigate the house on March 6, 1996. That's the ideal. Like, that's couple of like, <laughs> It that's is. What you want. They have, like, a huge, like, museum of stuff in their house. Actually, I think they're... I don't... Uh, one of the, I know one of them is not alive anymore. I don't know if both of them died by now, but they they did have like a bunch of like haunted stuff, like museum of haunted stuff in their house, which is like that's wild. what I want. That's that that's what I want. Yeah. Major. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they came along with a crew from the Channel Five New York TV station, Michael Linder, a WNEW FM reporter, several psychics that had worked with the Warrens previously, Doctor. Carlos Osis and Dr. Alice Tanus from the American Society for Psychical Research, and Gerald Sulfin, a senior research associate from the Physic Psychical, I always try and say physical, <laughs> Psychical Research Foundation. Um, so a lot of, a lot of people. <laughs> That's like a very intense crew that yeah. we've got going on here. Um, so during the investigation, a series of infrared time-lapse photos were taken. And in one of the photos, there appears to be a demon boy with glowing eyes standing at the foot of the staircase. Great. Um, however, the photograph did not emerge into the public domain until 1979 when George and Kathy... And Kathy oh, sorry, from the things that I like copy-pasted, it says Kathy instead of Kathleen. I feel like it's weird to just call him Kathy because they don't know her. You know? Yeah. But um, George and Kathleen Lutz and Rod Steger appeared... Steger? Steger? I don't know. On the Merv Griffin show to promote the re release of the first film. So some people have speculated that it's like... Promotion? Yeah, it's not a real photo. Um, That's disappointing. It'll get more disappointing later. Oh. <laughs> so, Great. During their investigation of the house, Ed was physically pushed to the floor while using some religious provocation. Is that what they call it? I think. Provo provocation? Okay. Yeah. In the base. Okay, he's provoking somebody? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lorraine was also overwhelmed by the sense of a demonic presence and was plagued by her psychic impressions of the DeFeo family's bodies laid along the floor covered in white sheets. Oh my god. And she also felt a sense of physically being pushed back. Yeah, I hate that. So don't want to be pushed back. <laughs> don't, don't push me. So their research team also found that the land was um, used by John Ketchum. Um, John Ketchum was a practicing black magician and had a cottage on the land prior to the cons construction of the Dutch colonial in 1924. Um, John requested that his remains be buried on that property and remain there to this day. So they theorize that that could be where some of the hauntings came from. Damn. Damn indeed. You don't mess around with black magic. Well, John did. <laughs> okay, John. Um, <laughs> so... Hans Holzer also investigated the house. He is a parapsychologist who believes, like after his investigation, he said he believes the house was occupied by malevolent spirits due to its history. Which is like, thanks, Hans. I think, I think we knew that. <laughs> maybe. But thank you. Maybe when the voice said "get out," that's when you should have been like, "Hey, malevolent spirits." Spirits. <laughs> um, but there's also been some criticism to this story over the years. Um, people think that the story could be fabricated. Um, well, they just have never experienced the paranormal before. There is some compelling evidence that mm. we're going to show. <laughs> so, one point of this is the priest. So, there was a lawsuit surrounding the case in the 1970s, 
in which the priest involved stated in, in an affidavit that he had only been in contact with the Leslies about the house over the phone. So, I mean, he, so he didn't go there to bless the house? Yes, but also um, oh. other accounts say that he did visit the house but didn't experience anything unusual there. And also, according to an interview he did for a documentary series called In Search Of, he stated that he did hear a voice in the house tell him to get out, but didn't connect it to a paranormal, paranormal source. He also stated that he felt a slap on his face, and after the experience, there was blistering on his hands. That's where the blistering on his hands. So, just like a lot of conflicting stuff in here. Yeah, so he either didn't go to the house at all, did, did go, go to the house, or did go and interact with yeah. the level of spirits? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, um, also, the next owners um, who bought the house after the Lutzes moved out um, said that the locks, doors, and windows appeared to be the original ones from the house, and there was no sign of damage or repair on them. Um, they also said that the red room was just a closet in the basement, and it was not concealed in any way. So, it wasn't concealed. But, like, wasn't it not in any of the blueprints? But that's a little bit sketch. Um, so the hooves in the snow could have been also false because um, there was local weather reports show that there had been no snow in Amityville on that date. So, I love that. So they're like, you know, there's snow and hoof prints, but like <laughs> yeah. there's actually no, no snow. snow. <laughs> um, so neighbors also didn't report anything unusual about the house during the time that the Lutzes were living there. Um, and other people who have lived in the house since have not reported anything paranormal when living there. Wait, there are other people who moved into that house. <laughs> yeah. Did they get it on, like, a sale price, too? Because, like... I don't know, man. I would not. I could never. <laughs> um, so James Cromarty, who brought the house in 1977 and lived there with his wife, Barbara, for 10 years, commented, Nothing weird ever happened except for people coming by because of the book and the movie. Um, yeah, see, I wouldn't like that. Yeah. Like, give me my privacy. Stop. Go away. Um, it also came out, like, several people said that the whole story was made up. So Butch DeFeo, who committed the murders, um, believed the stories were concocted with the help of William Weber, who was Butch's defense attorney. Um, a in a handwritten letter, Butch wrote, Amityville was a hoax that Weber and the Lutzes started. Yes, to make money. It started as my trial was in process. So, George Lutz maintained that the story was true. However, Weber claimed that it was fake and said, quote, I know this book's a hoax. He created this horror story over many bottles of wine, unquote. I mean, not gonna lie, it is, like, a pretty good, like... <laughs> yeah, so also I found um, that, like, paranormal, like, the experts said, like, it's they don't necessarily believe it because it's kind of just, like, a mix of different elements of hauntings yeah. put together. I was going to say, like, the, the cross turning around, like, the smells, yeah. the slime. Because, like, some of it's kind of poltergeisty, but some of it's just, like, yeah. haunting-y. The yeah. marching band. Yeah, that's just weird. Like, I've that's never heard of that bad. before. Um, however, like, this could also be because, so the Lutzes were talking with Weber about it in the beginning, but then, because, like, Weber's a lawyer, they wanted to go with an actual writer to mm. produce the story, so they switched to... Um, I think it was Zane that I have up here um, who actually ended up writing the book yeah. and producing it so it could just be because Weber is mad about them changing people to you know cover the story Wait, did, he that would he just like would he have not gotten paid anything for it is that why like I could see why they would be mad about that if Weber he, yeah yeah I don't think he got paid for anything yeah, 
Yes, yeah, so. Um, in June 1979, George and Kathleen Lutz took a polygraph test relating to their experiences at the house. The polygraph tests were performed by Chris Gugas and Michael Rice, who at the time were among the top five polygraph experts in America. Um, their results, in Mr. Rice's opinion, did not indicate lying. I also like that you can be a polygraph expert. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you have to do to gain the title of top five polygraph experts in America? <laughs> I don't know. I cannot tell you. I want that. I want that title. It's like a degree certification that like, I <laughs> want. Polygraph expert. Yeah. <laughs> um, so also in October 2000, the History Channel broadcasted Amityville, The Haunting... It, sorry. Amityville, The Haunting, and Amityville Horror or Hoax, a two-part documentary made by horror screenwriter slash producer Daniel Ferrers. Um, George Lutz commented in an interview for the program, I believe this has stayed, oh, quote, I believe this has stayed alive for 25 years because it's a true story. It doesn't mean that everything that has ever been said about it is true. It's certainly not a hoax. It's real easy to call something a hoax. I wish it was. It's not. End quote. Um, so that brings so sadly, Kathleen and George are both dead today. Kathleen died of <coughs> emphysema, emphysema. It's lung disease, and George died of heart disease. Um, the couple had divorced in the late 1980s, but remained on good terms. Um, their son Daniel has also spoken about his experience in the house. In a 2012 documentary titled My Amityville Horror, he asserts that the family did deal with supernatural forces in the house. So the house known as 112 Ocean Avenue still exists, but it has been renovated and the address changed in order to discourage sightseers from visiting it. Um, the famous quarter round windows have been removed and the house today looks considerably different from its depiction in the films. Did they bust it again? <laughs> I don't know. If the haunting stuff was true, I hope they did. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Sounds like done, but they did. Yeah. So that is the Amityville Haunting. I like to think that it's true. I mean, like, it sounds like something. Like, just, like, the the different aspects of it sound true individually. Like you said, I'm not sure if they're, like, you know, when you put them together, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And the Lutzes did, like, say that some of the things, especially in the movies, were, like, embellished for, like, dramatic effects. So maybe some, like, toned-down version of those happened in the house. Yeah. Like, I feel like some of those things do go together, though. Yeah. I mean, I hated most of it because <laughs> I hated it. The things. <laughs> it gets interesting. Yeah, I just like imagine those things happening, yeah. and like I just really hate it. Yeah, but like it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, let's life update. No, no, not today. <laughs> I think I say that every week. You really um, do. Do you want to go first? I mean, we've just been hanging out for. Yes, I did it. 
is great. <laughs> we were like, yeah, if we don't escape, like, that's fraud. just There's fraud. <laughs> Our brand is just done. True. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, you know, like, when, when you're at college and you've got to do, like, the whole, like, dentist appointment, doctor appointment, eye appointment before you go back, I have to do that before I leave. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. I think I'm planning on doing that. Spring break. Yeah, go to work for a second. Because, like, I, I think I still have to get my flu shot. Mm, yeah, like, I, I that. don't know how to do it. I'm <laughs> terrified of the flu. <laughs> terrified. But, like, I genuinely, like, there are people who are, like, going to see, like, their doctor. And, like, I don't know how to. What do you mean? I mean, like, I just don't know. You call your doctor and make an appointment. I registered with this school and then I don't oh, know what to do. Oh, you mean a doctor at the school? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know how to do that either. I thought you meant like your doctor at home and I was like, just, just call. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Could not tell you how to do it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm really not looking forward to going back and having to cook for myself because you do school work. Having, having to do school work. You know when you're in high school and they give you like work to do over break and then oh. you know that you're going back to the same thing? Yeah. This is like I don't know how I feel about going back to a completely new like subject, yeah. you know, like like I, I haven't done anything school related for the past couple of weeks and like going back is gonna be rough. Yeah. And I don't wanna do that. But at least we didn't have work over break. That was the nice part. One of my flatmates has to go back like a couple weeks early because she's doing a full year course. Oh. and she has like a paper due that sucks. after break. So she doesn't even get the full break because she has Aww. to go back and work on it. That sucks. Which really sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's so <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, Sonia just gave me my birthday gift, which was so exciting. She got me a grim sweater. It's so cute. I just flipped the wrong side of it. But it's like a little white sweater that has our grim logo on it. It's so cute. We have merch now. It's very exclusive merch because I made it because I don't know how to do the merch thing properly. Maybe if we ever get a Patreon, this can be something we give. Yeah, for sure. I think we should do that this summer. I think that'd be a good plan. We're kind of expanding our brand at this point. If you guys know anyone who you think would like listening to us. Yeah, try and like spread our podcast with your friends. We finally told our friends about it. (laughs) We did. I like completely forgot. Yeah. When you're off at college, it's like, yeah. yeah. I was just like, this is the thing that I do with like one of my friends, you know. And I was like, I don't really have anything else to update about it, but yeah. But yeah, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your pastor, tell, <laughs> tell your priest. Tell your priest. <laughs> Maybe your priest can learn a thing or two yeah. about blessing houses from a completely amateur opinion on the correct way to bless it. This is true. Um, <laughs> she also got me tarot cards, though. Yes, I'm excited for you to read and my cards. And I'm going to read Sonia's tarot cards after this. Yes, that'll be great. Yeah. We'll put it on our story. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Because we, we have an Instagram. We do. Which, which by the way, I posted a picture on our Instagram story the other night of me with, like, my little mug mm-hmm. and, like, cookies and yeah. stuff. And so I don't know if you guys... I mean, like, some people saw the story, but I don't know if you guys could read, like, on the mug, it says, my kind of man, <laughs> with a gingerbread man in the middle, 
And I accidentally posted that to my public, like my personal public story on Snapchat with like oh just god. a picture. Did you not see that? I didn't see that. Oh my that. god, it was so Did amazing. you take it down? I took a picture. Yeah, I just took a picture of me holding the mug like and it said like I just like had a little caption that said truth above it. Oh yeah, I did see that when you first got it. Yes. And um no, no. Last night. Oh, really? Yeah, and I then there were like so many guys from my school oh who my God. followed me and saw that. And I was oh, like no. so embarrassed and I didn't realize until the guy who used to sit next to me in Econ responded to it and he was like LOL nice or something. I was like shit. <laughs> and then I properly took it down. Oh so God. embarrassing though. I really love that. I hated it. I was sweating. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, sweating now thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> Can you see me sweating? Your face just got all right. Yeah, I'm sweating. Oh my god. I love that. Because, like, you know, the private story and, like, your story, they're, like, right next to each other. I tried to post my private story and it didn't work out. It's fine. We're fine. (sighs) I like the person who responded, LOL, nice. That's really really nice, but it was just, like, super embarrassing for that to just be, oh my god, I can't. Yeah, that's why I just refrained from posting my story. Yeah. I don't know how to use Instagram stories at all. Yeah, dude. Like, I just don't know how to, like, sometimes I'm like, I go on my Instagram and like, you know, and you switch accounts and stuff, so it's on my main account, and I'll be mm-hmm. like, hey, there's a story from Grim. I'm always so scared that like, I'm gonna be on the wrong account and like, post something, and it's gonna be embarrassing. <laughs> I also, I don't like how when you can post something on, like, just like a picture, if you have multiple accounts on yeah, thing, you can, you can do like, like more than one account. No, yeah, cancel I don't like that. Because I'm afraid that like like I usually scroll down and like oh do I have to like do a location or like tag something yeah. or whatever. And like what if I accidentally like post it to a different account? Like, like mm, I don't like that. Solid no. <laughs> yeah, hard pass. We also are still figuring out how to use Facebook. So oh, I'm gonna give up on Facebook, but maybe if I have time, I'll figure it out. Facebook is that like everything. if you yeah first everything. of all everything <laughs> like if you like something or like are tagged in something then everyone it's, else yeah, can it shows see up on all your friends yeah because that's so weird to me I don't want like one of my, like my flatmate is my friend on Facebook and she'll like tag me in like pictures and stuff that are relatable like I, me yeah big mood but then oh, I also know that to everyone every single person who's so friends weird. with me can see it and like some of these like are weird. Yeah, like, I wouldn't want everything, like, I tagged you in to be, like, on my feed, like, yeah. on Instagram. Like, that yeah. would be weird. It makes me really uncomfortable. So I feel bad because I never respond to them, but then, like... Yeah, but then it's... I don't want to respond yeah. to them. <laughs> yeah, so Facebook fix that. <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, Update But yourself. yeah, speaking of our social media, you can follow us at Grim Podcast, which I realize I should probably, like, G-R-I-M, one M. Yes, Grim Podcast. Like, Grim Omen in... Um, and you can email us at thegrimpodcast at gmail.com please email us because I keep on checking our email and it makes me I'm just kidding (laughs) and it would just be so exciting if I got an email Um, and I will respond to you very excitedly (laughs) someone DM'd us yeah on Instagram and that was the most exciting moment a YouTube channel right oh should we shout them out yeah we, we will give them a shout they, out because they checked you. out their video I haven't had I time did. yet because I, I got really excited because I went they only have two videos up because I oh, think really? they're like a relatively new um, channel but the first one that they did they're called um, Brothers Unknown on Instagram and they have a YouTube
YouTube channel and I did look at their first video and it was about one of the stories that you covered and I was yeah, very excited about pitch, it. Right? Yeah. yeah, I need to check that out and I feel like that made me realize maybe we should create like a grim YouTube because like I still think we should do TikTok. We can subscribe to them. <laughs> Tell us if we should do a TikTok. <laughs> Please I think let no. us know. I think but we should make maybe. a TikTok because then I could take you around to all like the haunted locations in Edinburgh That's and it'd be true. fun. That's true. Like, I walk by the Mackenzie Poltergeist grave every single day. That would be fun. And I'm like, hey, people want to see this. Yeah, it'll be fun. Maybe we'll do a poll on yeah. Instagram. Um, we're trying to be more... We're trying to be more um, active on Instagram. By we, we mean Maddie, because I don't know how to use Instagram. <laughs> I just love using it. Instagram is so bad. I just don't know. I'm like, what can I do on Instagram today? <laughs> Post two stories, more posts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. Instagram's fun for me. So I'll try and post like more stories and stuff, um, and comment if you think you know like can guess our new episodes. We get that in the middle yes, of the week. Those are the most exciting things when yeah, people comment on fun. our pictures. I'm always like, oh my god! Yeah, I like I text Maddie it. right away. I'm like, Maddie, did you see if someone <laughs> like commented on it? My favorite thing is when we're both on the Instagram account at the same time. Because <laughs> like I'll go on and be like, oh, someone new followed us. Should I follow them back and then like look at their profile? <laughs> like we usually follow like podcasts and other things back. Um, and then like they're already yeah, Sunny's already <laughs> followed them. I was like, okay. <laughs> I love that because like we don't actively update each other on what we're doing at the moment. Yeah. So like, yeah, like, I'll see a story on Grimm, and I'll be like, yeah. oh, Maddie's posted a story. <laughs> or, like, a picture, like, the one that you just posted about this episode. The oh, yeah, Mr. yeah. Spot one. I was like, oh, hey, that one, look at that. Yeah. So, so exciting. Yeah, check out on Instagram and get engaged. We'd love to hear from you guys. Definitely. And um, on Anchor, it says that we have seven listeners now, yeah. and that's super exciting. That's and I just so checked. Exciting. And there's someone from France, and that's yeah, also super exciting. Bonjour. We love France. <laughs> I literally, I've taken French for eight years, so long, and I'm still horrible at oh, it. Yeah. By the way, if but, I went to France, we yeah. would be struggling. We'd be those American tourists in the oh, corner, like, yeah. "Hi, do you speak English?" <laughs> but the other day, I just started speaking to my mom in French, just like full French. Like it was probably like so many grammatical errors. But that's all I spoke to her for the day. <laughs> I'm sure she really appreciated it. Oh, she hated it. <laughs> I tried to do it to her the other day again, and she's like, I don't have the energy right now. <laughs> I was like, okay, wow. I'm trying to practice my Francaise, but Francais? I don't know. Eight years, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not a pro, okay? Not bilingual. <laughs> bilingual. I can't you pronounce can't? things. Look, if me- meteorolo- meteorological is any hint, <laughs> I can't pronounce things. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like we might have rambled on for enough today. But yeah, oh, give us a rating on, some, leave us a review or a rating on um, Apple Podcasts. Oh my god, two people gave us five star ratings. Yeah. I didn't mention that last time, but thank you. That's so nice. Um, and oh, yeah, like in tears. In tears. Friends, friends, family, acquaintances, yes. therapists. People that you've seen anyone. on the street, yeah. just yell at them. Be like, hey, follow from the podcast. <laughs> my idea <laughs> is to just like make stickers of it and like just, oh, like, everywhere. Yeah. 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 So. Especially public bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Like, that's where it's Captive at. audience. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't think we should record at night anymore. Yeah, I think that's enough for now. <laughs> well, we will see you guys next week for Undoing True Crime. Our yeah, first, wait, this is our first um, Supernatural of this year. Oh, yeah. First episode of this year, right? First episode of this oh. year. Happy New Boy, Year. Happy New Year. Next week is going to be our first um, true crime. Yeah.